up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. It's scintillating. It's sensational. It's Seattle Sounders FC soccer. Welcome to Sounder Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Aaron Lingley, and as always, I am with your Alliance Council president, your Gorilla FC president, and the Independent Supporters Council director of communications, Cameron Collins. How are you, my friend? Good, good. Yeah, that's, uh, what, is that new since the last episode? I, I Or maybe we just announced it in the last episode, but that's correct. I, you surprised I now... me with it last episode. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about that. But yeah, I'm director of communications for ISC and uh, had some a fun week in meetings already, just uh, security meetings with the MLS and uh, meetings with other cool orgs. And yeah, so it's it's already an interesting time and I get to learn a lot more about soccer and operations and what uh, the leagues do, not just MLS, but USL and WSL and more. And most importantly, you're going to give us some guests on the show throughout the year, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a uh, there's supporter groups from every team except for Orlando and maybe one other. Didn't you say Miami? I remember Miami, being like, I oh, the Florida Floridas don't like you. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, that would actually be really dope if uh, we could get, you know, some opposing supporter group op- like opinions about upcoming matches and stuff like that. But we won't make it a regular thing in case that doesn't happen. But it'd be really cool mm-hmm. if you could. Yeah, it'd be great. Alrighty, are you drinking anything tonight? Uh, yes, I have the very fancy Mike's Harder Lemonade. Harder Lemonade? Yeah. So it, a 4.9? 8% st- alcohol. Oh, snap. All right. <laughs> these were a staple of mine during the pandemic, uh, only in the Zoom meetings, mainly mainly in the Sounders Zoom parties we had for every match. And so uh, I, I had one left over from a year plus ago so oh I'm gonna my try god really see if, see if it tastes good or not i think last season you opened something up that was like two or three years old and then it didn't work out for you so this will be interesting i yeah. am drinking uh local big ballard imperial ipa red hook it's a hazy um now full disclosure listeners we tried to do a show last night and technology said no you don't Yep. So uh, I went out and got myself a more local drink than what I had before. So plus I didn't enjoy that, and I know I'll enjoy this. So why don't you kick off with your crack, and then well that sounded weird. <laughs> kick off with your crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's your crack taste? <laughs> smells normal. Yeah, it tastes good. You know, it's probably like the Twinkies of alcoholic beverages. It probably lasts through <laughs> a apocalypse. Oh, I think um, that's Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. All right, let's go with some Ballard crack here. Snap, crackle, and pop. Oh, yummy in my tummy. Well, now that we've kicked that off, let's do some scuttlebutt. Um, What's going on in the news? Uh, I think we should start with everyone's favorite topic. F1 is back. 
I know all of our listeners love that we talk about F1 and not... Especially Rich. He gave us a five-star <laughs> but said it, I, it would be six, but they talk about F1 and the stupid Seahawks too much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> F1 is back. Sorry, Rich. Uh, Rich, get in it. It's You'd enjoy it. Um, you like quality. That's why you listen to this. Um, it is a wonderful sport, and uh, F1 Drive to Survive is out season five. So highly recommend binging that before the How season starts. Uh, three episodes. Uh, I want to try to finish it before the season starts, so I'm not caught in two realities. But I, I uh, it's a little. I, I'm gonna hold my uh, opinion until the end, but right now I feel like it has jumped the shark. It is no longer about the sport, and I feel like it's more about like the celebrity and all the stuff around it. Oh, and it sure. seems more. Uh, it seems more. Uh, manufactured than it ever has it before. So if it was more we'll chronological, like uh, uh, right an, of the season, I feel like for a F one fan that watches every race, every practice, every qualifying, uh, like I do, I would enjoy it more. But it definitely gives some fun context, and I, I wish True. there was more. Which actually there is more uh, similar documentaries coming out, uh, docu series like that full swing. Uh, I think there's another one for tennis, like Perfect Shot or something like that. I don't know. Uh, two sports I don't really care about, but maybe you would if you watched the show. That's the thing about these shows. That's why I want to make one about hydroplanes. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, uh, that's close to home too. But yeah, anyway, F one's back. Super excited about that. But soccer related, um, MLS season pass, Apple season pass. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. That that had its first uh, its first go of it uh, from the New Deal. Um, I didn't watch any of it live. I don't. You're you're giving me your account. I wasn't. It was on FS1. This 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 it being the Sounders game this last weekend. So I was able to watch it. I wasn't there at the game clearly, um, but all I've heard is that it's fantastic from a quality standpoint. Um, Jackson Feltz, our friend, raves about the the fact that you can listen to your your home when it's a home game. Your home radio. Obviously, he's yeah. he's biased uh, being a part of that. Uh, program, but, uh, but, but get to Danny Jackson, Steve, Danny now, Jackson, yeah, yeah. And, and that's Zach awesome Lund. for him. Yeah, Brad that's, Evans that's came great. in. I guess Steve didn't feel well by halftime. Maybe ate something mm. weird. But I think that is really cool. That's a really cool uh, dynamic to um, each home base to still be able to get some homer homerisms from the broadcast, even so. though it's all national right now, international it'll really. It'll be interesting to me whether or not the it's synced. That's my biggest issue is I've never been able to sync the radio with the TV and they must have a way to do it because it would be too weird if it weren't. But, but I obviously haven't seen it yet because I was at the game. For sure. And it'd be interesting to hear. Uh, we won't, I'll be at the game this weekend. Maybe you'll be able to, I don't know if you'll be able to watch it live. Uh, yeah, you should going be down to Salem, right? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be down in Salem with the Seattle Superhawks, our new uh, minor league basketball team here in Seattle. Our game on Thursday just got canceled and, uh, Wenatchee because it's too hard to drive across the pass and then come back across the pass. There's just way too much snow. So we just canceled our first game, but yeah, we'll be in Salem on Saturday. Uh, and so I'll have a chance to watch before tip off at seven. So it should be, should be uh, pretty interesting. Oh, actually I think our game starts at seven 30, doesn't it? it does. That's it's the, a later it's game. The Saturday so. time slot for MLS games. I'll report back on what it's like on an Android phone where you have to go to the website instead of having an app. Which is interesting, but yeah, and that'd be um, interesting again to hear. 
Um, Superhawks, by the way, for all of you who didn't catch the last season of us talking about it, and Cameron's quite involved, um, and I am it a little bit. Um, they are, we call it the third tier of professional basketball, right? There's the G League, yeah. which is clearly the feeder league to the NBA. Um, the big teams have their little teams, um, their Tacoma Defiances, if you will. But then the Basketball League, capital B, capital L, is the third league which is what the Superhawks are a new team in, right? Yep. And they, uh, Lindy Waters, the third who played in the TBL. Uh, I mean, he just got signed right as the season was starting by Oklahoma city, uh, Oklahoma city blue in the G league. So he's now in the Oklahoma city thunder system. Uh, and so it, it's really a chance for our players to, to, I mean, we're going to lose them throughout the season because that we already had one player go to the TBL and one to go Europe before we played a first official game. So people see their tape and, and, and they're going up. So really it's a feeder league to to Europe and to the uh, NBA system. So uh, pretty cool. Um, and I like being involved. Come out uh, first game March 8th at Garfield High School here in Seattle and second uh, home home game uh, in which are the actual openers March 10th at our, our home stadium, which is uh, Seattle Pacific's Royal Brome Pavilion. Real, Find out more at seattlesuperhawks.com. There you have it. Uh, any more scuttlebutt? We're trying to get a fairly abbreviated show in because the game's on Saturday. We're record- recording on a Wednesday now. We want to make sure that we get yeah. some good content Power rankings. Guys, but Power Ooh. rankings are out for, for week one. Who do you think is number one? I want to say us, but it's probably not. No, Philly. Philly, yeah. Uh, you know, they're great. Uh, they, they went 4-1. Four, four, one. One. Yep. Next up, LAFC. Seems weird since they didn't play, but... Okay, I guess they probably just kept them where they were. And then we are number three. Uh, this is according to MLSsoccer.com. Sure seems like Seattle didn't take too kindly to missing the Audi 2022 MLS Cup playoffs. That, where they're finally something resembling healthy and rested. So, super exciting. Um, great game. And uh, they now have us at third. And uh, Portland is all the way down at 10th, despite winning. Oh, really? I love that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Salt Lake, our next opponent, is at 14th, uh, despite winning. They won. And, yeah, uh, that's interesting. And then uh, St. Louis City comes in, new team, comes in at 19th. So uh, the, the the weird thing is Chicago was the only team that didn't play, and yet they are still the last team listed. <laughs> they only have, uh, we only have 29 teams, right? So there's always going to be one team that, that doesn't have a game. I thought LAFC didn't play. Oh, they didn't too, you're right, but they didn't have a game on the schedule. LAFC and LA uh, Galaxy were rescheduled to rescheduled, July yeah. uh, because of the the crazy storms in the LA area, Pasadena, uh, the field, Rose Bowl, which I've only been to. I've been to one uh, UCLA versus UW football game there and two Rose Bowls where UW played Michigan. And uh, it's an interesting place, but the field was under two inches of water, so they couldn't play in the – Actually, today, I have friends at Disneyland, and it was snowing. So uh, what is going on in L.A.? I do not know. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's the climate crisis, but yeah, anyway. And I saw a little tidbit here. I think it was Matt Doyle Mm, mm -hmm. of MLS um, that there are hints that our Javier Arriaga might be on a shopping list. Not that we are taking or dialing phone calls, but that we might be receiving them to shop him. Um, I don't 
it seems really early. I don't know about this. I don't know if it's really early. It's MLS, but that seems interesting to me because we don't have a lot of depth and, and give credit to Jackson Reagan. I think he clearly de- probably deserved the, the starting spot, but I don't see a lot of depth in our center, center back position. I mean, think- to have hold truth to it. Yeah, we were shopping him at the time. It looked like we were favorites to get Aaron Long in this offseason, former Sounder and U.S. national player. But here's the thing is, I think we've, we we know Javi. We know what he can provide, and it's just not consistent. And he makes a lot of money. He's making $700,000. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge hit that we could use for other players. Um, you know, We could bring in a player of equal value for uh, equal talent for much less at this point. So um, they had a trade in place, I think, to send him to Miami, actually. And then uh, it, it didn't happen when we didn't get Aaron Long. Yeah, so that's that's where I feel like I don't know how much is behind that without seeing how we would replace a, a body, let alone, you know, a I'm talent. Sure they, we you just know, don't we're have always looking. there. Yeah, no, I think it's a body more. I don't uh, – you can, you can find someone of, of decent – backup quality uh if reagan reagan looked the most solid we've ever seen him i think he was confident he clearly has come over his his pains of uh last year where he didn't just uh, get in his head at our level he gave up two goals in a playoff game that uh knocked uh well i guess did we come back and tie that game but anyways he gave up two really bad goals for a tacoma defiance so oh okay uh, it's like playoff game <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah, our minor league team in the playoffs, in the MLS Next Pro playoffs. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I, for one, of course, I know people in Discord disagree with me, and uh, if you want to join our Discord and get in these discussions, you can head on over to uh, what's – it'll be in the show description. So just go there and join it. But um, I don't see Ariaga adding much value to our team at that price level. I mean, that's huge. I agree with that. We could sign two or three players for that amount of money. That that would be solid backups that um, at multiple positions. We also need a uh, backup for New Who, which we don't really have right now. And I don't know. I don't follow our our Tacoma Defiance um, as much as I probably should. But I would. I, I think it would be interesting maybe if we could ever get Andrew Harvey on, um, who I've worked on a little project with a couple of years ago um, with him, Jackson, and and James. Our buddy James mm-hmm. Woolard. Um, and I know he does Around the Sound with Jackson Feltz on um, Seattle uh, Sounders FC Weekly. Uh, but he clearly is in touch with what's going on uh, down there. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what prospects we have that could replace or back up um, those positions. So, yeah, I don't know how, how to take that now. It's early in the season. So, yeah, we didn't bring a lot of people back uh, to Defiance from last year. So it, it will be interesting to see. Um, I think a lot of that team right now is made up of our youth players that are playing, you know, a, a Obed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's also, I think Marlon Vargas is still there who, who was looking good last year. Tevez and Reagan went down there a lot, but now that he's playing up, we obviously won't see that. Uh, AOC players like that have been playing down there. And I, I think they, there was a few exceptions, but they let most of those players go. Um, of course, we have Sizoko, who who stepped up qualitatively. AB is a, a good player, mm-hmm. so um, I'd love That's to true. see him further develop and and be another option at that center back. Uh, I'm going to try to try to stretch this one. Um, and and 
instead of little in the middle, but we got much back, we have a lot in the middle, but we don't have much back. Huh? That's, that that huh? describes me right now. My big belly <laughs> and my and my uh, very uh, toned butt. You have a professor's ass. That's what you have. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my waist down right now is like all muscle. Um, and then my belly's just getting bigger. So I'm losing weight, but uh, I don't know how. <laughs> well, um, speaking of butts, how are, are we wrapped up on Scuttlebutt? Should we get to uh, <laughs> talking about that 4 nil win against yeah. Colorado Rapids? You ready for that? Let's, yeah, let's do it right after this break. I'm sure all our listeners are ready for us to move on. (laughs) Okay, so the Sounders start the season off with a bang. Four nothing at home against Colorado Rapids, who are generally a quality team. Um we had Dan Boniface on and he and he did say that there was a lot of changes that this this team has made right before really the end of the season it was pretty quiet off season and then all of a sudden January was one after the other and I was one of us uh, the only one of us uh, that predicted that we would win however he mm-hmm. sent you a, a, a text after the lineups came out and why don't you right. tell us what he uh, changed his prediction to right before kickoff yeah. first before I say that you were right I was wrong we did. I did not. My one-zero Colorado prediction was incorrect. My question being, how are we going to feed people to score from the midfield? And I was wrong. I'll start there. Now, yeah. Once the lineup came out, Dan texted me uh, and said, "Well, uh, we're missing four of our best players that are either on the bench or not on, in the 18, and uh, it's going to be three nothing Sounders." And then at halftime, he texted me when we we're up two nothing and said, "It's going to be four five nothing Sounders." And poor Abu Bakar had such a very very painful day for uh colorado he a player i really like i've I've met him before uh super nice usually a great player but uh i think he was involved on every goal uh for defensively allowing that in one of the worst defensive performances we've probably seen uh from an opposing player yeah um he was definitely part of uh, giving up those goals and you could probably say, though, I mean, other than maybe Ebert, um the chances that we created to get to the point of scoring three of those four goals, maybe uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, it was I'm trying to give him credit a little bit, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the, the sequences that led up to those goals was pretty phenomenal. Um, I'm really, mm-hmm. really excited to see. They weren't clean goals, and that's probably my only negative. Um, after about 10 minutes of a back and forth, really, um, it was 80 minutes of domination. And the fact that the only goal that was super clean was an offside, it was called offside, right? Yep, yep. Um, but that just shows if you make mistakes on this team, at least through the small sample size, we are putting them away, even if it's not entirely clean. And last season, uh, how many one nothing one goal games did we lose um, because we weren't putting things away, whether they were messy goals, poached goals, or clear quality goals? So that is super exciting to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we saw uh, a, a different 
take on how the Sounders can play. Um, they really did something special, and I, I, I noticed it a little bit during the game, but not uh, uh, totally until Coach talked about it on the post-game press conference. But they, they kind of uh, kept Nico uh, in his area. Instead of having him roam like he used to do, they made him much more limited. And I think we saw that make up for some of his uh, the step that he's lost. Uh, last year, I think the stats showed that he was the slowest player on the field. And uh, really let uh, JP and Rusnak, uh, or Rusnak, which is now pronounced on the uh, pronunciation chart. They've changed it since last year. I know. And, uh, it hurts my soul. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll still play the, the James thing from time to time. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I think we saw them able to shine and get it out to the wings and, and, and Jordan Morris and, uh, you know, whether it was Christian or Alex on the right side just looked so dangerous. We also saw uh, Christian and, and Jordan switch. They were, mm-hmm. they were, uh, they weren't just staying on the, the, the right and the left respectively. They would, in, in the game, they switch. And then when they made subs later, Jordan stayed on the, Right side, so that's something new that we really haven't seen the Sounders do, and and uh, I think it worked really well. Yeah, it worked. I mean, immediately, actually, as soon as Jordan went to the right side, um, there was, and there's uh, Matt Doyle again, actually, uh, unrelated to rumors, uh, tweeted out that whole sequence, and yeah. it was, I didn't count them, but had to have been 14, 15, 16 passes. Um, a lot from the back, but most of it was under pressure and, and not giving up the ball, which um, credit to Colorado for the the amount of energy and effort they were trying to put in to keep a high line and also keep pressure on us. Um, but the sequencing in the back to get the ball from basically middle to left, back to middle, and then a great switch by, I think it was New Who to rolled on back to Yamar Yamar with a great through it wasn't quite a through ball like key pass but a through ball to to break that middle line um and that's what opened up Jordan on the right and Jordan had a wonderful cross to what should have been back of the net and Yarborough had a great game um and saved it uh, saved that first attempt from Christian rolled on but the the rebound went right back to him and, and and Christian put it in. So I think that says a lot from Schmetzer, who you've been critical about from tactics-wise, being outcoached, uh, especially in big games. Um, mm-hmm. To at that point, that was, it was pretty much a back and forth. We had a good, good five minutes before that goal where we were looking really, really good. Um, but it was pretty back and forth. They hit the crossbar. They had a couple shots yeah. that... Definitely startled me a little bit. Um, and, and Alex answered back exactly yeah. like 30 <laughs> seconds later, hit the crossbar as well. It was crossbar Gosh, that, there, that was crossbar almost here. so beautiful. I love the way he cut in and just did it himself instead of looking for someone else to do it. And I think that selfishness is something the Sounders need. We, we've almost been too unselfish, and that's why we can't score goals sometimes where Jordan mm-hmm. should shoot and he passes it. Well, and I yeah, I think last year that was a big headache, being very tentative for the outside the box shot or close to it, right? And 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 that was like, no, I'm going to take it. And it was a good read. Obviously, they're brothers, but it was a good read to let and a great run by Roldan, the Christian Roldan, to free up that that left back from putting pressure on on mm-hmm. Alex, and that's how he got the that's shot cool. off, right? So uh, to get those shots off, whether they 
get saved, whether they're deflected, or they hit a crossbar, or they go in, is going to make everyone think when they watch tape. And they're getting prepared for it. So I'm like, great. So they're, they're right back, they're right mid, they're left back, they're left mid, they're three central midfielders, and then either of their strikers that are quality. Um, Hebert is, uh, is like point, point 0.6 goals per 90 in his MLS career of what, four or five years now. Um, and then you have Raul Rui Diaz who didn't play. So, I mean, we have a lot we have a lot to try to jam pack here, but the fact that we're seeing that kind of activity and that aggressiveness um is really exciting because we did not have that last season. I mean, yeah, Jordan felt, had Jordan had seven you know, goals all season. He's yeah. two in this game. Right. And I I think you're absolutely right. Uh it, it's something that Brad Evans did so well. It was Brad Evans wasn't always the star player, but he made everyone around him better. Mm-hmm. Because he would go on runs that then would open up other people up. I remember in the the game where David Estrada got his hat trick. I think all three was because all of those goals were because of, of Brad Evans' runs that pulled defenders away. And so, if we're going to start being able to have that kind of motion and do that, it's it's going to be fantastic. And and uh, you know we are in a new system. You know maybe it's the same formation, but they're playing a different system this year. And, and so far, uh, you know we don't have a, a large. Um, test uh, a, d- a data set but uh so far so good after one game and i mean and it was 80 minutes of consistency of consistency of that right. tactic right and i think it is key that ladera was told not to roam you don't have that burst anymore yeah. and I, I don't recall what point in the game or even who passed it to him but it was like a, a through ball or a leave ball for him and he just didn't there's just no chance he was catching up to it and he, and he, and he lost out. Um, so it's clear that he needs to be kind of right there making decisions and making those, the ball moves faster than him. Um, I'm a basketball player. You're, that's what you're taught. Pass the ball. Don't dribble. Right. Yep. Unless and he you're had the great, exceptional the great cross. talent. Yeah. The cross exactly. that, that while he didn't get the assist because it went off Abu Bakar, mm-hmm. uh, his cross led to, uh, that the first Jordan Moore school. Yeah, he's still got the quality. He's t- his technical yeah. skill is is up there, top ten. Yeah. So I mean, he had that's... eight goals and eight assists last year, or something like that. Like some crazy numbers. He was an MVP finalist despite missing so much of the year, and uh, you know, taking a step back in terms of his his physical nature. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it, it frees up Roos snack. Um, and, and then we got JP obviously, but it free, it frees them up to be more creative and, uh, to roam a little bit out more outside. Cause when we have them both back, we can risk that, especially if Ladero is not caught somewhere near a flag. Right. Um, and, and I think keeping him central, I think what uh, an issue last year was that we stuck to the, the right and left channels too much and weren't able to control the ball in the, in the middle of the park. If you, mm-hmm. and, and this is my eye test. I'm not, not not an analyst, but that's what made it so frustrating is we would have the ball a lot on our half in the midfield and then funnel it out right or left where we had some quality players like Christian, Alex, uh, Newhu, and, and um, Jordan. But we didn't have much else to do other than cross it in. Um, I mean, we were to, still doing that today, though. That, I mean, yes, uh, the other day. Yeah, was, but, but when you have still... Ladero taking up defensive awareness – like there's yeah. players being sucked in towards him that that frees up a lot more room for running and, and, and interchanging of passes on the wings versus just running down to the, 
the, the corner and trying to cross it. So um, it opened up a lot for everybody else, like you were saying, how Brad Evans made everyone better. So it was really exciting to see that, and it was consistent throughout the entire match. We were pummeling them, and really it came down to the the lack of getting the ball from foot into net. Um, it, it was it was deflections. It was a mistake by the defense, but we, we took advantage of it. So um, I think in our recording yesterday that didn't make it to this and we're re-recording i gave the sounders a b plus not because they didn't play well but only because i think their ceiling is that much higher you know mm-hmm. uh, we didn't have rui diaz we had a bear who played phenomenally well with the team for his first mls game with the sounders obviously he had a great competitive match uh, i don't know about performance but i mean he got to play again in morocco and we've had yeah, but we've had he's had experience with a team that wasn't just, you know, right. preseason here in Seattle, right, that's or right. in Arizona, right? It, it was like we are getting ready for a competitive match, and that's a different mindset that that any other MLS team this season has had. So he's fitting right in, and he's not a hold up player like Bruin, which I love Bruin. And he had some great games for us, but that changes how the rest of the team has to play if he's playing versus Rui Diaz, whereas everyone else can pretty much do the same stuff and expect the same things out of each other and the right, the same movement, same, the same set pieces when, uh, when Rui Diaz is in or a bear, at least so far from that game. And I'm, I'm glad he got to score. So that's off his back. Remember how long it took for deuce. Not that he's at the level of deuce, but he's a new player and new with the team. And he wants to get a goal in because he's a scorer and he was able to do that immediately. Um, And he's going to play a lot. Rui Diaz is going to miss probably 15, 20 games this year because that's his MO. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Rui Diaz starts uh, the next game. Hopefully he'll be in the 18, though, uh, because he is, he is, he's out there you know, training. So it's yeah, not he was like questionable. He... he was questionable for this match, so I expect yeah. him to be on the bench. Yeah, so uh, now I want to take us to a new segment on the show. A new segment? The Leo Chu Corner, where we talk about yeah. how Leo Chu did in the game. What do you think Hell of yeah, that baby. amazing performance where he came off the bench, came back, played defense, looked dangerous, almost had a goal, you know, really helped. Almost had an assist. Uh, yeah. Like, it, this is what we've been looking for from him. Yeah. I am a, I'm a Leo True Stan. Um, I love my Brazilians. He's got, he's got it, right? And a factor of not speaking the language, leaving all his family behind. He he has a partner back home. He's got a ch- Does he have a child? Oh, wow. He's no. He no, I don't think he's got a child. I think I might just be creating my own epic fantasy for him. But either way, I mean, to be just on an island out here for his first year and a half, basically, two years. And I think he's settled in now. And with having JP and Freddie being mentors and there for him, um, and be able to communicate and get assimilated to the to the the community. Uh, I yeah. think that's all behind him now, and he's and he's got a foundation, and he can focus on being a professional football player. And that skill was evident. The confidence was evident. I'm loving the stash. By the way, I'm like I'm an adult now. He said <laughs> with a yeah. mustache. Yeah, I can't grow it's one. Amazing. So. And he, yeah, he looked great. And I think what is key is uh, the tracking back. He had a great run back 
and you have to do that the way we're we're playing right now. If you want New Who to be as effective as New Who can be, um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of negative space freed up back there for the the opposition, and you got to take it up and you got to get back there. And he did it, and he was as aggressive as I wanted Jordan Morris to be prior to this year. Uh, yeah. And I say this year because Jordan Morris answered all of my questions in one game of you need to be the guy. That was my new year resolution for him. You were supposed to be this guy when we got you, you know, you were this wonder kid. So um, granted he's had his injuries, but he didn't have one last year. And I'm sure he was just trying to shake that off mentally. Um, and seven goals. You, he's, I mean, he's still fast, but he lost a step, you know, it's, it's, when you have those kind of injuries, you just don't – your body just doesn't work the same, right? So, Which is fair, but he he, he was elite plus speed yeah. before, and now he's just elite speed. Yeah. You, so, still, you, you still saw him just run right past that right back on multiple occasions. He does it with his arms down. <laughs> he doesn't have to pump to really get by pretty much any player. But um, to have him come on for Jordan in games – I mean, Leo Chu played like a top 10 – winger in this league absolutely and his yep. just what 15 20 minutes um so that's terrifying and if 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 christian comes out and then jordan and him are on that's even Ooh. more terrifying <laughs> for 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 the, the speed on each of the wings oh my gosh with the distribution <laughs> that, that we have available to us yeah yeah i am yeah this is going to be a good fucking year man this is going yeah. to be a good year and it's the first game but the quality that we saw is not a flash in the pan. Is that, no, is that the right phrase? Flash in the pan? Yeah. I mean, we we saw what JP adds to the team and allows everyone else to do. We've seen New Who look like he took a little step forward from last year. We saw Reagan take a big step forward from last year. We saw Yamar do some great stuff. I mean, Alex was doing stuff. He usually would have crossed it in that situation instead of cutting in and shooting it. We are seeing or play players play. that have moved forward and develop more and, and uh, you know, we don't know what will happen. Freddie, you know, didn't, didn't look super dangerous out there uh, when he came on, but uh, you know, he hopefully is a a, a piece of what we're doing and not a a feature, but yeah, I, I, I I mean, honestly, we could talk about this game for another hour, but guess what? We have another game this weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were playing RSL who uh, they won two to one. Uh, I wonder, can we both wear our red jerseys for the game? <laughs> well, the answer is no. no. Yeah, <laughs> but... no. We, at home, it doesn't seem like we the Bruce Lee jersey. Which well, they'll probably uh, wear white to... anyway. But yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll probably be wearing our, our grains at home like we usually do. Uh, but uh, you know, oh, real quick, our, real quick coming off a two to one. Real yeah. quick, real quick. Wait, can, what's the rule now on jerseys? Like is um, Jimmy Hendrick, team, Jimmy Hendrick team, still available, right? No, that's gone. What? Yeah, Bruce Lee was the, is the new community kit replacing Jimmy Hendrick. So we have the green jersey. So you get it for one season, jersey. two seasons. We had we had Jimmy. We Hendrick had it for two seasons. Yeah, green was the last year's. Oh, year. I'm thinking of we had a whole like jersey episode. Um, yeah, last season, and it was for the skid mark jersey we're wearing which i do like but it's just easy to re- describe it as a yeah. skid mark okay. yeah, yeah so so we have the the green and the red uh and what it is is the home team gets to pick which jersey they're gonna wear one is light one is dark uh and uh whichever 
one they choose, the other team has to choose the opposite. So if we chose red, gotcha. uh, then Maybe RSL have chose the white jersey, their light one. Or if we chose green, uh, they probably could choose either because it wouldn't clash, but they would likely play in the red. Hmm. I bet we see the red a lot in the League's Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's where we've always seen it in the past is mm-hmm. for special games and not just regular season games unless there was a, a meaning to have it there. So uh, exciting stuff. Um, you know, we don't know much about RSL. They had two, what, 70th-something minute goals to 70 and 73rd. Them. They were down one nothing up until that point against uh, the White Craps. And yeah, uh, no then they boom, boom, them. wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They took it. Justin Glad and then... I forget who the other one was. I looked it up yesterday. Uh, but... the, the, the guy from Croatia. I'm blanking on his name. Krem, Krem, Kremlak? Krem... Oh, Krylak. Who I, yeah, who I related to just like a Star Trek like villain. Uh, Krylak. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, we don't we don't know much. Um, and I'm not watching every MLS game um, for you guys. I'm sorry. I watch the Sounders, and that's why you listen to us. But, I will tell uh, the highlights of them all, the, the good eight-minute long. That's the cool thing about Apple TV is they're doing long-form, eight-minute long uh, highlights of all the games. So you can sit down and watch all the big plays. Cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, we're jumping right to predictions here. I'm going to go with another win. I don't see anyone beating us, no matter how good they are, if that's how we play. And we didn't even put our quality out there in terms of the finishing. Um, we we still put it in the back of the net. And the fact that we still have more to show is um, is pretty nasty. And I'm pretty excited to, to see those sequences end up being just back-breaking goals. Yeah, I'm I'm torn on it. Um, because if I pick a win, I feel like it might jinx us. I, I <laughs> yeah. usually pick us to lose. Um, but you know, I can look behind me and see I've got a, a Jordan Morris holding up that MLS trophy. Zach Scott's over there next to an MLS trophy. Uh, Brian Bosworth is behind me too. So uh, I'm gonna not with an him. MLS trophy. No, but uh, he, you know, I have Bernie. Is he Sanders holding a Dr Pepper? Because he's in the Dr Pepper commercials. <laughs> he should, I, I wish they would make a pop of one of those. I buy it, but uh, but yeah, I two to one Sounders. I'm going to say, look, I'm a Seattle sports fan, which is why I'm pessimistic. But from what I saw, this should be a win. Now I'll be disappointed if it isn't, but it should be a win. And I'm going two to one Sounders, uh, and I will be in Oregon cheering us on real loud, so all the Timbers fans know what's what. Well, I will be first at Flatstick Pub because I am going to this match, barring any yeah. force oh, majeure family stuff. And yeah. uh, come hang out. I'll be. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell our fans in the Discord um, what I'm wearing. If you guys want to come, uh, cheers with me. But I'm going to be fueled for this one because it's been a hot minute since I've had mm. the freedom to go to a match, and I'm super excited. It'll be at Lumen just for me. And I said 2-1, and it turned out to be 4-0. I'm going to go with another shutout, multi-goal win. Um, at least two goals. At least two goals. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm gonna, I, if I was going to put money on it, I'm going to say three goals. Um, I think we are so overwhelming from a controlling the game standpoint. F- from at least a team that we, don't, that we know is not, unless they do something incredibly special. That isn't quality. I qual- mm-hmm. like if we were playing Philly, uh, if we were playing LAFC, as MLS loves to tout, even though they didn't play. 
you're right. If if, if we are just playing an ML an MLS average team, this should be a stomp. We should just stomp. Yeah. So and Rui Diaz maybe even comes in later. Come on now. So two, three, uh, can you nothing. Rui, Rui Diaz along with Leo and whoo boy. Oh man! If they subbed in together, what a, what an image that is from the camera at midfield. So yeah, two, three, nothing, and uh, go Sounders. That's right. I'm with it. Where can they find you on the internet, Aaron? We're bringing it into port. Uh, I am just. Let's just face it. I'm just on Twitter. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to get on Instagram. Oh, I've been. I bet you said if I delved into the the Discord, you would give it a try. I, Did I'm I? trying to go in there. Yes, and I'm, I've been. I, I haven't been consistent, so I'm going to give you a break for now. Well, but my Instagram start- doesn't benefit the podcast, so uh, uh, I'll revisit that promise that I don't remember. But where you'll find me is on Twitter, generally at a a r o n l a n g l e y. Aaron Lingley. Where can they find you, Esquire? I am at Legal Minded Punk on Twitter and Instagram and, and most places that you can find uh, people with uh, screen names, even Xbox. <laughs> All right. Don't play with and, me on Xbox. All right. So, that being said, join us on the Discord. It's in the description. We got a great little uh, group there that lights up when the game is going. We bitch, we cheer, and we communicate. So join us there. It's a good little group. And uh, other than that, James, take it away. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and the best MLS team of all time.